Tonight's show is brought to you by Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com slash 90catcast and use code 90catcast to get $90 off, including free shipping. And Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash catcast and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Welcome to Cat Guest, episode number 672. I'm your host, GBD, here in Long Island, New York. As always, we're joined by a man who is direct to you, Wombat. Nintendo Direct. I don't know. You say... Uh, I, had, I had no idea where you were going with that. Oh, I got nothing. I mean, I... Really, like Nintendo didn't either. No, I it mean, it, wah, 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 wah. it was a slow news week. When there's a slow news week, I don't have a lot of material to draw from. Mm, true. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Like I said, it's a very big week. I don't know. It's not a big week, but we're expecting we're expecting eight inches of snow tomorrow. I know. I can't believe we're getting more snow. It's crazy. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow. But the doctor is walking distance from my house, so if the snow's bad, I'm thinking maybe I just like walk it like it's some sort of expedition to get to the doctor's office instead of taking the car out on on the snowy roads. I don't know. Depends what time. How's the eco sport in the snow? The eco sport, I don't know because I would would take the Explorer, so it's sort of not a non issue. So. Right. Yeah. I think if you go during the day, you're going to be okay. Yeah, it's a 9.45 appointment. And in I'm, the morning? Yeah, 9.45 in the morning. What I'll a be pussy. Fine. What? <laughs> yes. No, I'm getting blood work done, and I can't eat or drink until after the blood work's done. Oh. So you've got to make it as early in the morning as possible. I can't even drink coffee. So you might be very weak when you're driving, and exactly. the conditions were bad. Like, if there's three snowflakes, you might crash into a tree. Why can't you drink coffee? You're not supposed to drink any. You're not supposed to drink anything before you get blood work. They've, my doctor's always said I could have my cup of coffee. I don't know. And water. I don't know. What, what kind of doctor are you going to? I guess one that hates the, me. The one down the street. The one down the street. <laughs> down is this the doctor's the, office. This is the doctor's office. Yes. I mean, he says he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Did he go to Hollywood Upstairs Medical School? <laughs> yep. Two, Did you go to upstairs? <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Hi everybody. So I, I think yeah, I think as long as you don't it, it, the you're chat, not a black coffee yeah, the, drinker, the, right? The chat is saying I could have a cup of black coffee. I have nothing against black coffee, it's just not my preference. But that's not I what can, I heard. I don't know what that means. I, I don't I don't know where you're going with that. But racist. maybe racist. I'm saying you're racist. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot I was racist. I forgot I was all about that. <laughs> I'm just here to remind everybody. I appreciate that. So video games, huh? Yeah, there's there's those. I was thinking, just you know, there's not that much going on in the world of video games recently. COVID think, is really fucking us up. I was gonna say I don't know if you're <laughs> familiar with this, but there's this pandemic thing going on around. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking us up. Where are all the games at? I know there's no games out and stuff. 
I went back to installing the multiplayer uh, module on uh, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That's I, where we're at. I went back to Cyberpunk this week. See? I'm not wrong. I'm not making this up. No, you're not. Superx not playing anything. No, I am. I'm, st- I'm still playing through Immortals Phoenix Rising because... Really? It's it's there. <laughs> it, it My kids watch me play it. Like, they like to watch me play that game. And it's entertaining enough, I guess. You have, you're just a miserable man. It's not that. He's got to entertain the kids. Come on. He's, if he's yeah, going to play games, he probably needs to be entertaining the kids at the same time. I'm guessing. Most, I mean, that's, for, most for the most part. For the yeah. most part. It, I, I have a couple, a couple hours in the evening. After but hours. Yeah, shipwrecks. the after hours time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it makes a lot of sense. Me, I just, I don't know. I don't want to really like learn, play any game that requires me to learn a lot. So like that, what's that, that new hot one is, um, Velheim or something. How do you say that Wombat? You don't don't even know. You don't even want to learn how to say that name. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. They just sold 2 million copies on Steam. Good good for them. Yeah, that is good actually. But, uh. Probably is good for them. Yeah. But it's, (laughs) it's a lot of learning and I don't know. I don't. I'm just. I'm against learning in games, somehow. I've been. I jumping. feel like I have. I have. This is my stack of things that I'm attacking right now. As far as the games behind me, I don't know. It's a stack of about twenty games that have been been recent things that I haven't gotten through yet. I'm so. working my way right right now. Working my way through Cyberpunk, which I started again literally this week. And the last couple of weeks, I've slowly been playing a little bit of Resident Evil Seven, which I had never played. Seven. I don't think I ever played that either. Which one's seven? seven I played that is, one. And that's the that, one that was in VR. Yes, that's the one that was in VR. That's the one in the mansion in uh, wherever you are. Georgia? Is it Georgia? I don't think it matters. I think you're in the south somewhere. Because <laughs> you're in a house the whole time. Mm-hmm. And you got the creepy family from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre coming after you for some reason. Yeah, that and seems accurate. Yeah, yeah. It it's was good, but I don't know. I'm interested. Yeah. So you just why are you picking? Is that on uh, Game Pass or something? It's on Game Pass, okay. and I never played it. And I like Resident Evil games, and I'm like, oh, let's play this. But I'm I honestly can't play it for more than like a half hour, forty five minutes at a time before I'm like, all right, I have had enough of that. Was my problem through, walking through a hallway, so and being scared. Yeah, yeah, and, and then dying because I can't like don't quite have the controls down it's, exactly. And then I got back into Cyberpunk this week because. There was that last big update, and I know the next update's coming soon. So, and I figure I'll, if I start now, maybe I'll be like in the weeds on it when the next big update comes out, and I won't have to relearn everything when the game's finally playable. Does that make sense at all? Maybe. A sure. Bit. Yeah. You're doing research. Shipwreck says no. <laughs> like, no, I don't know. It, it's, it's, I don't know. It's one of those things back it's there. It's on the pile. On the shelf there. It's on the pile. You need a, ro- get, a remote camera so we can just switch over to that and see what's actually on the shelf. All I, could, all I, I know that. is I that I was playing that game and I was supposed to like get a VIP pass to go to the back of the club for one of the missions. And I just walked into the VIP room without the pass and people started shooting at me and I wound up killing everybody in the club. And I'm like, this is a video game now. And that was it. That's that's next next gen. That's next next gen. I massacred about fifty people, and then just walked out as if nothing had happened. See, I don't know. I'm gonna play this game 
next year, I think. It's going to be good next, really next Piles year. Piles of dead bodies. Think how good it's going to be in like two years. I know. Even two years. That and I will say better. this much. There was maybe two different... There No, there were. There were two different models of uh, like people in the club. There was the big guy, and then there was the skinny guy. And those are the only two people in the club, but there was about 50 of them. Maybe 25 of each? I don't know. Interesting. Well, yep. it sounds next, like next it, it sounds like it's not catching your attention so much. Have we hit next gen? Are we there? Sounds no. like no. No. I was thinking how underwhelmed I am. Like, I mean, I like the Xbox Series X and everything. In terms of like, it's a it's not atrocious looking. <laughs> that's that's my favorite thing about it. Um, but yeah, 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 perfect. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, so if I pointed at his PlayStation. Which is clearly visible like 30 feet behind him because it's, <laughs> it's a radar tower. Um, but yeah, what am I doing with my Xbox? Really n- nothing. Literally nothing. Because I don't even watch, I'm not even watching streaming stuff on there anymore because of the, the way this TV set up. It, like, it screws up the, the settings. It's not changing properly if I'm using the Xbox because of, of the oh, game I'm, mode. I'm minimally playing at least 15 minutes of Fortnite every day. Yeah, but that you could be playing on anything but, but that an I iPad. Could be playing. Yeah, I know, but it looks so much better on this. On, on that actually does have noticeable differences on the next gen consoles. There's Having a question about that on, later. You can give rem- remember that recommendation for later in the show. Okay, we'll talk about it later. Much later, because it's Fortnite related. Mm-hmm. Um, where are we at here? Show feedback or something? I think so. Unless do you have something going on in the world that you, any announcements? <sighs> announcements. Is anyone pregnant? Anything we need to know? Um, no. Oh, I have an announcement. I bought. Are this... you pregnant? No, but I bought a <laughs> Kindle Fire Seven for forty dollars that I'm using solely as a chat for Twitch, and it's a really shitty tablet. I gotta say, like. It takes. You'd be surprised how long Twitch, an app for Twitch, can take to load on a on a device in twenty twenty one. On a four on a forty dollar new tablet. The fact that it's that I bought it new from a you know from Amazon and it's an Amazon thing, and so is Twitch. It's really impressive how slow it is to launch, but it's it's performing its purpose really well. Except I really need to have this up by my screen up here so it looks like I'm looking at the camera. When I'm reading the the uh, chat, we'll get that going for next week. Exciting! I I moved my chat to my my, my iPad, so you can't hold it up because it's. Uh, no, don't you guys it. have multiple monitors? Right, How is this right like an issue? How is this a thing? Whether it's Mine, mine's on my iPad right here. Same 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 deal. I'm using my iPad as a as a second monitor on my PC. But don't you have multiple monitors on your PC? No, I have one forty inch. Ah, okay, because I have three monitors. That's a lot. I know. And I have the chat and Audacity going on on one screen. I have the the us, so I can pay focus on you, looking at you two guys right smack dab in the middle. And then I have the outline to my left. And where's the porn? Oh, the porn is on my phone. Um, I have the whole other display. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of screens. Let's not get into it. We don't want to know. I have a lot of screens like during my work day because I work on three different computers so they can be doing multiple things at once. 
porn. So I've got like a f- two different kinds yep. of porn. Two different kinds of porn, <laughs> just so nothing slows one, down. One for tentacle, <laughs> 4K, one for regular. So you may need a couple mm-hmm. of different computers. Yeah, so I don't know. I the the multi screen thing, it just seems like I'd rather have just one big screen, for the most part. Um, it's good to have the multiple screens because you can angle them. But yeah, one big screen is good. I mean, I have I have four screens. And the, this Kindle, but one of the screens is for the DJ area over there, so I can't use it right now. It's like twenty; it's about fifteen feet away from me. But uh, screen, oh, and then the, another screen is just being used to capture the whole production here, so I can't really use it for anything except for looking at these middle-aged white guys. You know, which is pretty exciting. Yep, here we are. <laughs> the system works. All right. How about some? Did we do show feedback? No. No. <laughs> did we do anything? What no. You did it this week, though, so I guess I have to read it all. I mean, I that's it is what it is. I can't just I know, make it was, up. There was no real feedback. Uh, well, it's sc- real feedback. Scoobish has to say, I think Ship and Wombat stumbled upon a new business for Batship Industries. You could have a spinoff business where you edit movies so that they become G-rated. I would think there is a market for studios to outsource this editing. Both versions would be included on the Blu-ray or digital release. I don't think I don't think they would pay anyone to do that. I don't think the directors like that when people edit their movies, except when they're on an airplane. Apparently, that's okay. It's they interesting because this leads me into a problem that I'm about to have, and I could get I I could uh, I would appreciate a little feedback, little advice. <laughs> from, okay. From, from the you guys. I can't imagine so, how this could be related, but I, I'm, I'm interested. Elliot was excited to watch the f- the four-hour cut of Justice League. The Snyder cut, as they say. It's four hours? It's four I've hours got the answer. I've got the answer. You just say no. And it went from being <laughs> an anticipated PG-13 to rated R. Oh, I didn't even know about that. I know. How hard are... Do we think the Snyder Cut Justice League is going to be? Because for a four-hour movie, the chances of me watching it first and then watching it with him a second time, I don't really want to do that. You're going to have do to go I on roll the, is it, Do is I this roll, the one where Batman's just dropping F-bombs all over the place? Is that this one? So. And you see his bunghole. I know, like the, that's the question. Is like, what makes this rated R? And do I, ju- or do I just roll the dice and be like, look, this is it, your first R-rated movie experience, and at least I'm here with you for it. I mean, how bad could it be? It's not going to be like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The movie could be very bad. Just it well, sounds that's the other horrible thing. already. Four hours. Be, is- I know, but it's on HBO Max. It'll be we'll be home if it's terrible. We just stop watching it. But that's that's not that's the easiest part. How different is this movie than the original? Like. Uh, he see we've both seen the original. It's it was well long and bad, so I feel like there's three should... of us that have seen this original. Yeah, it's bad. It's, so the original is bad, and so the 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 answer is to make it longer. Take the well, original and make it longer. You know, this is Zack Snyder's vision before he had to leave the film. His vision sounds like it was way too long. It probably was. <laughs> well, you know, that's why they're putting it on the streaming service. Well, they're they're adding Joker and Darkseid oh, and God. Grandma Goodness and Deathstroke. And... Grandma uh, Goodness. Granny yep. goodness. Granny goodness. Granny, whatever. come on. Shipwreck doesn't know Nobody her that cares. well. I don't, I don't know her that well. The, the only reason I know her is she's in one of the Lego Batman movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. She's also in the Justice League cartoon, which is also on HBO Max and highly recommended. Um, but yeah. Oh. Is Grandma Goodness another character? No. 
There was no grandma goodness. <laughs> just granny goodness. Mm-hmm. Sorry. All right, what else we got here? And show feedback. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, people were very upset with Shipwreck complaining about Netflix. Curfew. Kurufinwi says, Netflix shows like The Crown, Narcos, Ozark, Peaky Blinders, and Queen's Gambit are just some of the high, are just as high quality as anything on Disney+. And Doc Samson said, the list could go on and on, but leave it to the guy without Netflix to rip on the quality of the service. I I I was a long time Netflix, subscriber. but it's better now. Right when you canceled is when it got good. They lost. You me. know what? This is what I'm going to say. I don't think Shipwreck would like The Crown, Narcos, Ozark. <laughs> right, he good might, call. Good call. He might like Peaky Blinders. I don't know that. I have one of those games back there. Is a Peaky Blinders game yeah, for I, the Switch? Yeah, I think I think he <laughs> might like that. And I really like The Queen's Gambit, but. I again, I don't think Shipwreck would like the Queen's Gambit. So right. I I agree with that assessment. Yeah, I think that's sort of the problem right there. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I don't like those shows. I don't, I don't know what else to say well, about it. Like, yeah. I I know what I would enjoy, and I'm not sitting down to binge watch TV shows. I watch, I watch on average one episode of TV. A week. Yes, we established Netflix this last can week. be good, and Shipwreck could not like Netflix, and Correct. both of these statements can be true. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I think people got upset because I called it filler, <laughs> it, but I stand by that statement. They're, they're, I, I watch very little on Netflix. It's not my go-to streaming service, but it's my wife's go-to streaming service, so I basically live with this argument, so I get it. I... Uh, I feel like yeah, there is some. I mean, we're gonna, let's let's we can go right into watch this, boys, because this is <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna prove shipwreck right and wrong at the same time. I mean, definitely looking at those those original Marvel series on Netflix, there was a lot of filler in those. I mean, when you watch those compared to Wandavision. Yes. As far as it's not in day. Yeah. Yes. The handling of Marvel in a street on a streaming service, it's very different. Yes. Um, but there are quality shows that are not um filler. Anyway, we don't need to get into it. Let's get into what we're watching though, boys. Um, I keep forgetting to tell you about something. So some of these things are from previous weeks that I've just forgotten to tell you about. I'm not just watching that much stuff all the time. Uh, the first movie that we watched that you've never heard of is called, I don't even know how you say it, Fury? I think maybe it's Fury, but it's spelled F-U-R-I-E. I would and, pronounce that as Fury. Okay. It's a Vietnamese like kung fu movie, basically, revenge movie, starring, uh, it's about a woman whose daughter no, gets No, no, no. I need to know the name of the star. Could you tell me? I cannot, but I What's can tell you. What's the name of the star? How, what's the star's name? How would I know? I don't, I don't know. You watched it. I don't know. But I can tell you she was in the, uh, <clears throat> the another thing that I haven't seen, the, the latest Star Wars movie. She was Rose Tico's something. <laughs> Sister? Sister? Cousin? Somebody told me on Twitter. Anyway, she's pretty good at karate or something. And she kicks everybody's ass. And if you like revenge movies that are mostly people getting uh, punched in the face... And if done by a woman, this is the movie for you. 
And it's also very interesting to see Vietnam used as a backdrop in a movie because you don't see that happen very often. And if you do... Unless it's, it's uh, Apocalypse Now or for Full Metal Jacket. Okay, so those are old. Those are very old Good Morning movies. Vietnam. Old, very old movies, over 30 years old. Um, so this is, you know, made Rambo. now by Vietnamese people. And so it doesn't seem very Hollywood at all. It seems like what you're looking at looks like this could be what it looks like, actually. Anyway, I recommend it, Mrs. Cheapy. And it's, and it's a brisk 90 minutes, which is, you know, always good. Now, the next thing I watched, I believe Wombat has watched this as well. And that is called, uh, is it called Cecil Hotel? Is that Something the name like of it? Something like that. It, for, all, for, for this show, it is. Right. Cecil Hotel is the name of the show we watched. Uh, this is a two, no, no, it was four parts. Four parts. parts. And those were like. Uh, an hour, about an hour each. About an hour, an hour each. Now, I'd never heard of the the story of Elisa Lam. The Elisa Lam? You never saw that? I was in video? Japan at the time, I believe. Okay. Then. I never heard of it. Which I'm I, sorry, Shipwreck hasn't seen it either, but I'll give you a pass. It's something. You've never, that, Shipwreck haven't heard of has. I have no idea no. what we're talking about right it's now. About, okay, uh, so, I'm fine. Yeah. Why am I talking? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it was, yeah, it was about 2013. Is that when it happened? A woman named Elisa Lam was staying at the Cecil Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Uh, and security footage caught her acting very erratically. And then she disappeared and wasn't found for 20 days. And when they found her, she was in the water tower. Oh, no, well, God, what are you doing? What are you what? doing? You can't give away the, the fucking documentary. I'd be furious if, you, if I was listening and you said that. It's not giving it away. Everyone knows this. I didn't know it when I was watching it. She was not in the water tower. I knew it going in. (laughs) You did, but that's not everybody. I I feel like everyone knows this already. It was on the news. It was national news for a week when it happened. But that was a long time ago. It's not giving. So what, she, is the what does the, the chat say? What does the chat say? Warner Brothers, I would guess. It's really it, was... and the and the really the documentary is about you know the deeper part of the documentary. What makes it interesting is really about these internet sleuths trying to solve this mystery, whether it be before while she was missing, where she might be, and the aftermath of when she was found, and what they believed versus what the police believed. And that's what made it interesting. It really, the story itself, A, it's a documentary. This is something that happened. It's not like it's a movie where you spoil the twist ending. This is a real thing. There's no spoiler. It's a documentary. I disagree. But anyway. I disagree. And the chat disagrees. But anyway. No, actually, (laughs) it's sort of a, it seems to be 50-50. But uh, anyway. I don't know. I assumed everyone knew what happened. But uh, it was it was fine. It's way too long. It's a half hour story stretched out into four hours. Right. It sounds like it was like a thirty second story. It really and- is. It is. <laughs> That's just it. It was a. It's a five minute news story that they stretched out into four hours. And you're saying this is on Netflix? It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 This is definitely for sure. This is one of those where they. This could have been too. I mean, I get it. They want to build suspense, and they also want to draw attention to the internet sleuths and the problems that they cause. Uh, but yeah, it could, this could have been at least a one full episode shorter, maybe two. Um, 
it probably would have made a good two hour documentary because again, the, the mist, they try to make the mystery aspect of what happened to her, like a big thing. But again, we know what happened to her. So it's like, okay, but I know what happened. Now we do. Right. I've seen like three documentaries (laughs) on it already too. And I hate to say it, but the Discovery Plus Paranormal Expert one does a better job because it's more about the Cecil Hotel and they actually do a better job of going into the history of the hotel. But there's no such thing as ghosts. So any of that stuff is is ridiculous. That's not what I was saying. It would help if you listened. Okay. You see, the show is better. Why don't you just tell me what happened so I don't have to watch it without any The show is better because, yes, there's a lot of dumb stuff about ghosts and that's all the nonsense. Right. But they preface the dumb stuff about the dumb nonsense with, this is why this room is important. This is who stayed here. This is when the hotel was built. This is what happened during this time. Over the last, you know, 80 years... 18 people have died in the hotel. Here are the stories of all of these people that died. Here's who they were. Here's the history. This is what makes it creepy. And this is what makes right. this hotel creepy. And they did all of that in a two hour span. Right. So it kind of cut the fat. And again, it told more history than what is essentially a five minute story. Right. This wasn't span. about the history of the hotel, but it certainly could have been because it was four hours. But yeah. they, I feel like they also wanted to point out the crushing poverty that the hotel is surrounded by because it's in it's in Skid Row, ship. Yeah, yeah. The hotel, it's like yeah, right on the border. There's more to it than Row. the story of Elisa Lamb that I did not spoil because so everyone knows that story. Have we walked past this hotel before, then, Cheapy? No, no, no. We've driven past it, but definitely. But uh, the opening part of the movie uh, was really about how downtown LA was getting. Um, you know, gentrified, and yet there's all these homeless people, and they're all getting just sort of pushed into this, like, actually big area. It's like several blocks, and the hotel is right there, and there's a lot of crazy people around. Anyway, I still enjoyed it, even though it was four hours, and I didn't know anything about it, and I figured out what had happened because I knew a similar situation in, uh, not, didn't really affect me personally, but, uh, Something happened with my fraternity where I don't want to spoil the documentary, but a similar situation happened with my fraternity. So I recognized the signs and I was like, yep. And I called it. Anyway, uh, another documentary that I watched, we watched a bunch. We watched uh, Framing Britney, which is on. She also is found in the water tower 19 days later. <laughs> Not, don't joke about that. <laughs> um, that was on. What was that on? I think that's on HBO Max. That's a, a New York Times. No, it's not. HBO it's not Max. Hulu. It's Hulu. Hulu. Uh, that uh, is a New York Times uh, piece, and that's only a, an hour, I think, or so. And that's all about the conservative conservatorship, and it seems like yeah, she's like in a pretty unfair situation right now. Actually, like there's, I haven't been really following the Free Britney movement i just thought it was like some weird thing but boy she had a lot of paparazzi going after her at all times like princess die like nothing that was nothing britney like could not open the door of her car without 50 people being there no matter where she is um it's just like it's a extreme circumstances and you know who's to say if she's crazy or not or Anyway, I'd recommend watching that. It's it's really well done. And you forget, really, how famous she was. I mean, she was Michael Jackson-level famous. M- maybe. Pretty close. Pretty close. 
Um, you should watch that one. I'm surprised you didn't watch that. It's short. I watched it. I just haven't gotten around to it. And to be honest, it's been so everywhere. I feel like I saw it already. Got it. Got it. Yeah, I watched. We actually, I watched this like two or three weeks ago. I get it. She, we treated her horribly. We're all terrible people, and we should have treated her better. And we need to treat. We we need to do a better job with the narrative and how we frame how women are treated in the media. Yes, because we wouldn't do to them what we wouldn't do to men what we do to women. Well and, said. Yes, and spoiled. Justin you Tim- just spoiled another one. I know. And Justin Timberlake, you can't apologize publicly. If you haven't actually reached out to the person and apologized to them privately first. Oh, really? Is that what he did? Yeah, he just went on Instagram and put up a paragraph and said, I'm really sorry for everything I did to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. I'm like, that's not how it works. First, you apologize to Britney Spears. And then if you want to go to Instagram and say, hey, I had a long conversation (laughs) with Britney Spears where I apologized to her and she accepted my apology. Isn't that great, everybody? You can't just like shout out your window. I apologize, Britney Spears, <laughs> and and assume that that means that like she accepted your apology. That doesn't make it okay. Maybe he sent it to her as, as a DM, also like just the same thing. I, 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 like, like dropped it in, <laughs> slid into her DMs. Right. Yo, Brit, I'm sorry. I just I'm dropping this on my gram. <laughs> just wanted to let you give you the heads up. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 kind of like double shitty. Right. Like you can't be bothered. Yep, yep. Anyway, it, it's a good, it's it's still worth watching. I'd recommend it. It's well done and it's short. Uh, the last one that we're watching, this one's on HBO Max. This is called Tiger and it's about Tiger Woods. This is a two-parter. Uh, we've only watched the first part. It's about uh, an hour and 20 minutes, I think, each part. How long um, does it take before they show Tiger in the water tower? Uh, <laughs> I don't know because we only watched the first half. It hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, but it's it's really well done, and you know, Mrs. Chibi didn't really know too much about Tiger, um, so it's it's all new. I mean, she knows she that he's like a. She didn't know much about Tiger. She knows like, that he's, he was like the most famous athlete yes, in the world, but not the background about the father, and like even I learned stuff about the father that um, I don't know if it was public or not, but. Um, no, he was he was a philanderer. Are you shocked at the parallels between your how you're raising your son and how <laughs> not <laughs> nothing like that. It's insane. Like it's. I mean, yeah. Oh, I'm, I can't believe that my child is a golf prodigy. Even you know, I gave him a golf club at the age of two months, and uh, you know, I'm shocked that he's plays golf for a living. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but. It, it's it's uh, very interesting, and we're so we're just at the point now where he got married, and everything's going great. Everything's just going great. It stays right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it never. Just, there's no. There's no cruise control. Don't need there. to watch the second half. <laughs> no, it's a whoosh. Nope. So I'm excited. Whoosh. I mean, the second half is going to be very exciting. Obviously, so I'm I'm looking forward to watching. Well, since you talked about all four things you're watching, although one of them I was, I have to bring up something that I'm watching just so I could get the look of disgust on GB's face. Oh God. See. Yeah. See, this is where it goes. Maybe Shipwreck 2, but I don't know. Maybe not. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Shipwreck 29. He said, yes, I will be disgusted. So yeah, I mentioned this on the show before, that before I go to bed, I want to put on something to help me fall asleep. Okay. Because I have trouble sleeping, and I try to find something kind of mindless and stupid. <laughs> they added a brand new Kevin James sitcom to Netflix <laughs> that they actually do film in Bethpage. Great. And it's about his him is he's That's where your doctor's at, right? He's the pit leader on a NASCAR crew. 
basically where my doctor is. Yeah. Okay. He's he's a pit leader on a NASCAR crew. A pit yeah. master. I don't know what do they call it. Pit uh. manager. Pit boss. Pit boss. Thank you. I know there's a word that I'm missing. I don't know that that's the right word. I just threw something out <laughs> No, there. I like it. Started with pit. <laughs> pit boss. So Kevin James, of course, is a pit boss on a NASCAR team because he knows everything there is to know about race cars. And it's about the, it's like this weird, like, liberals are so stupid show. And I watched. There's the, a lot the, of money in that. I don't know. There, there is. Dungeon. Yeah. Yeah. Because the owner of the team is the daughter, is the daughter of the original owner. Like they, he handed the the team to her. Okay. And she's the young upstart liberal girl, mm-hmm. and she doesn't like hunting, and she doesn't like barbecue food. How does she know tofu? how to run a NASCAR team? Tofu? Are tofu jokes? Uh, I think I that not yet, but it's coming. It's guaranteed to come. Yeah, Somehow that's like an insult, by the way. So you're supposed to be insulted if someone says that you that you eat soy products. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, soy releases estrogen or something like that. Oh, is that for real? I think so. That explains it's these bumps. There's something with hormones <laughs> and soy products. Yes, there is a like, tie there, but that's neither here nor there. I watch the crew, so you don't have to. The crew is basically okay. what I'm saying. It's the Kevin James sitcom. Even you don't recommend that. You know, I wanted it to be like just towing the line of dumb enough, where maybe I chuckled <laughs> once every thirty minutes, and you'd be like, "All right, just stupid liberals." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get it. I do. I do hate hunting. I'm the worst. <laughs> I did have tofu today. Uh, uh, you got me. Like I could. I could laugh at myself. Sure. I don't mind. But I just. It just. It doesn't go anywhere. It's so predictable, and there is not a laugh to be found. <laughs> nice. Well, at least he got paid. You said it's on Netflix. <laughs> this is on Netflix. <laughs> so I'm adding yeah. up now. Yeah. So I'm gonna say, don't watch the crew. But I'll finish this season. Well, okay. We like to see people from... <laughs> of course you'll finish it. Nah, I think I'm just going to go back to watching the Love Boat channel on Pluto. That's a real thing? That is a real thing. Oh, Pluto.tv, which is an app in built into my cable box, has a channel dedicated to nothing but the Love Boat. Sounds hard. 24 hours a day, the Love Boat. It's a lot of episodes of Love Boat. Did you watch the trailer for for Cruella? I did watch the trailer for Cruella. Disney's Joker. <laughs> I like I that. that. I watched that as well. It that looks was like a funny, Disney's uh, Joker. Tweet. I yes, it does look. Like it wasn't that. even I, really like a joke. It was like this is Disney. <laughs> I mean, I would Disney's Joker looks good, and I mean, I wasn't really even trying to be funny. It just looked like Disney's Joker, and it did look good. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. It seems I'll watch I'll watch that. Yeah. I'm sure we'll all watch it. It seems unnecessary. <laughs> sure. I mean they do a lot of stuff with with the villains, right? I mean mm-hmm. they made the Maleficent movie recently. They have a whole bunch of book series out about all the villains. They've got board games about the villains. Everybody loves the villains. It's good that Disney's not just, you know, about the princesses anymore. Let's let's get some like fucked up people, fucked up women in there. Like just crazy, like burning shit down, like Equal opportunity and everything, they, right? They know what they're doing. I mean, Descendants was huge, which is all about well, the know. villains' kids. Yeah. D- and D- so yeah. Disney had it, a princess problem up until 2008. That was there. What was the problem? Well, they only had princesses. And they uh, were making billions of dollars off the princesses. But it was only one part of a market. And they want all the markets. They want so the, they, the people with bad morals, too? 
Well, they so they came out. They came out with a movie with two princesses yeah. and solved it all. Well, they also they also bought Marvel at this around that time too. Right. That the was worth about the same as as their movie that had two princesses. Yeah, exactly. They're like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna lock in the princess market, and we're gonna buy the boy market. Good plan. Yeah, and the double princesses paid for the boy market. Smart business. See how it works. Yep. Anyway, I'll watch that. It's on Disney mm-hmm. Plus, and it's not bad. If it gets bad reviews, I'm not watching it, though. Anyway, let's move on to to what, Wombat? Our sponsors. Sponsors. Oh, sure. We'll talk Buckle about- up. Buckle up, ladies and gentlemen. It's about <laughs> to get rocky. We're going to talk about feels. Chibi. Oh, where's my feels? Hold on. You, you uh, talk. Do you experience stress or have anxiety or chronic pain? Or have trouble sleeping at least once a week. You're not alone. Many of us do. Personally, as discussed, I do have trouble sleeping. And, you know, I and I don't like not sleeping. Actually, I kind of hate it. I get stuck watching shows like The Crew. And I need things that will help. And, you know, it does help me sleep. And it really does, because I do take it, is Feels. Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstop. Feels naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. You place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. Just watch Cheapy as he does it right now. The thing to Look remember my about- tongue. Look. <laughs> uh. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important. And everyone's dose is that, different. So leave room to experiment over the course of a week or so. You may need to take more or less to get the exact effects you're after. If you're new to CBD, Feels offers free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Feels works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, hangover, or addiction. Join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. You'll save money on every order, and you can pause or cancel at any time. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash catcast, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash catcast to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com. Slash cast. Nice. Thank you. You know what else I really like? Everything. I also really <laughs> like, well, that's true. But I also really like Green Chef. Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. Enjoy clean ingredients that you can trust, seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable with plans to fit every lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just looking to eat healthier. Rastafarian. Rasta, I don't know about that. There's a range of recipes, though, to suit any diet or preference. So, yeah. I have uh, a Green the, Chef story for you. Oh, yeah. I'd like to hear your Green Chef story. I had one also, but go ahead. I forgot that I had Green I never canceled my Green Chef. Remember, I had Green Chef because during mm-hmm. the pandemic, I needed food. Yep. And I just, I basically just skipped a whole bunch of things a weeks and I, I didn't cancel. Okay. Uh, so it just showed up in my house yesterday. I forgot. Um, but it was great because I made the tr- I made uh, hamburgers for lunch. It was a surprise Green Chef lunch. Cool. I made well, the truffle truffle butter uh, cheeseburgers. Nice. 
with caramelized onions and tomatoes and that's, that's, coleslaw. It does sound really good. It was really good. I recently had, because I also get Green Chef delivered, uh, I had the butternut squash chili, which was a vegetarian chili where they where you where we grated butternut squash instead of like ground meat. And it was so delicious. We were literally talking about it for two days after. It was so good. Exciting. I highly recommend it. It's like a it's a definite like gotta get. Uh, Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of its direct carbon emissions and plastic packaging in every box. So you can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. And just so you know, Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh. And with a wider array of meal, wider array of meal plans to choose from, there's something for everybody. I personally, as we'll previously mentioned, switched between the two brands. Uh, and now listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with the CADCAST. You just go to greenchef.com slash 90CADCAST and use code 90CADCAST to get $90 off, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash CADCAST and use code 90CADCAST to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Nice. Nice. All right. We're up to new releases. Yeah. Yeah. New releases. There are some. There are. Uh, Little Nightmares 2 came out. What the heck is that? That's the sequel to Little Nightmares. I started playing that because it's on Game Pass, the first one. Is that any it's good? It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. The, yeah. It's good. The, it's a good game. Uh, it's a, I don't know, in, in the style of spooky teenager games, preteen games. Type of stuff, so like Five Nights at Freddy's type of thing. It looks like uh, Tim Burton. Thematically, looks like Tim Burton. Yeah, it looks like it. Tim Burton. You're a little girl with in a like a raincoat, yellow raincoat that's going through dark, spooky things and solving little platforming puzzles. Um, I never made it all the way through the first one. It's been a while since I've played it, but uh, the second one's out now. It's probably good. I can't imagine it being bad. Right. Good. What else? Uh, we have, what is romance? Oh, sorry. The Annapurna, Annapurna interactive deluxe limited edition, the the physical edition for that for $200. What is that? I know what Annapurna is. That's all the Annapurna games in a physical edition. In a box. In a box. All of them? 200 bucks. ones that have have been released on PlayStation 4. Does it include games that haven't come out yet? Like it's in in perpetuity? No. Oh, that's not much of a deal now, is it? <laughs> Wait, how can they give you games in a box that don't exist yet? Well, maybe it's like enter in this code and you'll you can get free downloads. And you're all a god. Games. Yeah. <laughs> you get everything moving forward. I mean, I like the concept. They didn't they didn't go with that. <laughs> no. They just they decided to sell the stuff that they had done oh. and they could put on discs and put out. I mean, that's so old such old school thinking. They're never gonna mm-hmm. get ahead with that type of attitude. Right. It's a GameStop problem right here, I think. Yep. Um, there's a lot of good games in there, but also you can get them a lot cheaper than that. (laughs) So I, that's the type of thing though. Like if you spend $200 on it now, it'll probably be worth a lot more in the future. If you don't open it up and play it. Interesting. That sounds fun. Yeah. 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 If that's what you're looking for, $200 probably not a bad deal. Um, What's Romance of the Three Kingdoms look like these days? 
because I see 14 is out. Oh, it's a, it's all about diplomacy and strategy in this expansion pack because the name <laughs> of that expansion pack is Diplomacy and Strategy Expansion Pack. Right. That DLC is 34.99 according to techgaming.com. Right. Yeah, I'm probably not going to Are you are you looking to get into Romance I was of back in the day on NES. But it's probably different <laughs> now. I haven't checked in in a little while. It's the same, I'm sure. Pretty it's much. Pretty pretty much the same, I'm guessing. Um I used to have to make know. a notebook because, like, the game didn't have any, like, you couldn't keep track of all your dudes in the game. You had to, like, really just write them down on a piece of paper. And These were a big thing before they realized that they could just make games where you just hit a bunch of guys that were standing there, right? This is, they, they just turned them into the Musou games. Right. Well, that they that is fun to kill people, 100 people. I like more, those games. Kind of more fun. At least they well, used to. I don't think I played one. I was, pl- I was playing one this afternoon. Really? Like, Which one? Is that the Cayman uh, Rider ones? Is that what yep. those are? Those are <laughs> one of games? one of those. Yes, they're not all that, but yeah, that that was the one that we were. Playing. I haven't played one of those in a while. Are there any good ones of those? Like it's got to be like a good decade since I played. I mean, they just had one in the Nintendo thing today. Is what I know. Right? They, yeah, they, they added they, it onto the Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, I don't know. I doubt I'm going to pick that up, but yes. What else we got? Well, that's not what Romance of the Three Kingdoms. No, it is. Not, is. No. We don't. We'll never there's, know. There's not any diplomacy in the Musou games. What's the Metacritic? I bet you that people don't even review that probably anymore, right? Like, let's see, Metacritic. There's definitely not going to be a score for that. Oh, 58. There is a score, and it's low. Oh, no, this is. This came out a while ago. This is the DLC that came oh, out. Oh, that's boring. It's all boring. <laughs> it's, not, it's a slow. Week. I'm glad we spent all this time on it. I know. So otherwise, is there, is there anything else out this week? That's yeah. There's the about? Mario game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super Mario that's 3D That's back World. there. And, uh, it's back there. It's on the, the shelf? It's on the on the stack back there. I think I can see it. I'm not... I see some So red. what's the deal with this? Super Mario 3D World is a game that came out already, right? That was a... First, that was a Wii U game, Wii yes. U game, okay. And that yeah. is like a Mario 64 style game? Uh, or a side-scroller with a little bit of depth game? Yes. Okay. It's it's kind of it's that kind of thing. And what um, what is a Bowser? What is a Bowser's Fury? Does this re- Bowser's, Bowser's Fury is a new mode with a new play style. Now, does this so refer a, to the CEO of Nintendo of America? Yes, okay. that's the confusing part. That it's not about it's not the, about a giant dinosaur turtle. The giant dinosaur turtle, right? It's about. Um, is this like the diplomacy mode for romance? Yeah, this is basically Bowser's diplomacy. <laughs> it's uh, I. I haven't played it yet. I, it's gotten very good reviews. I picked it up at Target. They gave me a free water bottle with it. Nice. Of Mario and all the characters. Where's the water suits. bottle? Uh, the water bottle is upstairs in my kitchen. You know, this is a video show and you, you're you blowing it. <laughs> I, I can go get it. You'll see him in a half an hour. Exactly. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I we were going to play that. But then the kids decided they wanted to play more uh, Super Mario Party. So, who who am I to argue? Not I. Super Mario Party is pretty good for the for Switch. There, there's a a lot of fun family games in there that, that aren't competitive all the time. Okay. Like there's a mode where you're in a raft going down a river, and so you're all working together and you play the mini games together. That's that's better than people crying. It's better than people crying. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more high fives involved in that. Right. 
Um, and throwing controllers. Have any controllers been thrown yet? No, I don't think that they know that they can do that. Oh, I don't good. think they've discovered. That's good. Yeah. That, that means you're doing a good job. I I feel like Dashel's come close a couple of times, <laughs> but he always just like holds it in his hand and shakes it really hard. Right. He's figuring out like my fury. I could really like do something with this. I'm not sure. Once I let go, though, something might happen. You know, you know what he's doing with it right now is <laughs> some somewhere along the line he has picked up that when something goes wrong or we die in a video game, he just shouts out, "Damn!" <laughs> 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 and uh, I don't. I don't even say that. Like, I certainly don't say that when, when they're in the room, like right. I'll, I'll let out a dang it or something like that. Right. But he just goes just straight up. Like, and he's using it within the right context. Right. Like it's, it's not he jumped off a ledge or something. Or he's on his, he's on his last life and bit it. Yeah. 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 That's so terrifying. where did he get it from? I don't know. I think probably the Marvel Marvel movies, honestly, because Anytime anything goes wrong in Marvel, <laughs> every character is damn, right? Like, because it's PG 13, so that's the only like word that they have to use in those situations. Right, right, right. That's funny. That's a good one. All right, what else we got? Is that it for the new releases? Gal Gun Returns yeah. for the Switch. Is that the panty shooter? It's back. Great. Shoot, shoot more panties. It returned. All right. I think that sounds like it's it. Let's move on to right. Wombat's fortnightly news. How's Fortnite yeah. going? It's going. It's it's kind of we're at the quiet dead game portion. Dead game. Yeah, it's that dead game. Now we're just at the quiet portion of the season. Really, I mean, there was an, a big up a big update this week, but it wasn't quite as, as exciting as I would have liked it to be. The Flash came out. I did not buy. Tron people came out. I did not buy them. Uh, it was more recent Tron people, not classic Tron people, and I'm like, that's lame. So yeah, no. Nope. Who's this for? Is this for kids? What yeah, is this? exactly. I'm like, why? Why? Yeah, they look like from the Netflix cartoon. Right. Like, that's stupid. What's next? They're gonna take like Hot Wheels characters from the Netflix cartoon? Exactly. Oh, no, that's Fast and the Furious. They have, the Fast and Furious has the it, Netflix. It has a Netflix cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, you know, the next. We're a month away from the next season. Which you know, I'm kind of like looking forward to the to getting to the next season. Is it going to be in Tron World? That would be good. No, no, these, these I think they're just skins. Nothing, nothing exciting. The grid. Yeah, they're, mm, that would be cool. It I would be cool to add all that, but who knows? We'll see what happens in a month. Maybe we'll start getting some fun leaks about what next season's going to be uh, more sooner than later. Right, but. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I'm at level, what level did I hit? Oh, I broke level 150, which was my goal for the season, to hit level 150. I'm wait, one- wait. Yes. When you say it was your goal, what does that what does that entail? That means that I wanted to hit level 150 this season. Now, you start at zero, and the more you right, play, but you what, gain what levels. Point, this is how video games work. What point? No, no. <laughs> I mean, at what point did you like write down on a piece of paper, like, 150. Uh, when I was playing, when the season started and I knew what the rewards were, I knew that if I hit 150, I would be happy with the rewards I have and not be upset with the ones that I didn't get. Because you had to hit level 225 to get all of everything. And I don't love the all of everything stuff. 
like the the late game stuff, and I'm like, I don't need to kill myself to hit level 225 because I would have to play like two hours a day to hit 225, and that's not going to happen. Did you get 150 tattooed on your arm? Yes. No, I, you know, I set a mental goal for myself. I'd like to hit 150. I didn't have to kill myself to get it because, you know, there's still a month left. So it's not like I had to, you know, overextend myself to get there. And uh, here we are. Right. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. It made me happy. I got all of the, what is it, the crystal skins. That's, that's what you get when you hit 150. That doesn't sound. So that was really the goal. Was the crystal skins? <laughs> yes, the goal was to get all the crystal skins. I'm like, oh, okay. I, I like the crystal skins. It was it was an honest question for me because yeah, no, I was no. like, I don't I don't understand like if I started an RPG and I'm like, man, my goal in this game is to get to like level 65. No, I don't know yeah, what no, that no, does yeah. for me, but, but it, <laughs> when you hit level 100, you get all the the season pass stuff. Then there's like post game stuff where the skins that I already just got, there were crystal versions of them. So it's the same person, but they're blue crystal. Like so you're gonna lose, use those like two times. Yeah, then... exactly. And you're not wrong. Like I'm not like, oh my god, I can't <laughs> wait to use all the blue crystal skins. And then after that, it's gold crystal skins and purple crystal skins. And I'm like, I got the blue ones. I don't have to have gold and purple. Also, like you said, I'm never gonna wear them. I actually like the non-crystal versions better. I'm not gonna kill myself to try to get all those. Get all you know. Yeah, get all the, the don't work too colors. hard over there. We don't want. That's you what I mean. It's stuff. like I'm like I if I get them <clears throat> by playing organically, that's great. But at this point, I don't care anymore. All right, what do we got here in your Fortnite Fortnightly news? Uh, apparently, the control developers the bubble does the control developers doubled their profits in 2020 without making a game. They put out that the what was the special what was it called I forgot what they called it the edition that you got the next gen version yeah. basically. Yep, that game's on Game Pass. I still haven't played it. That probably helped them make money. Yeah, too. putting it on Game Pass doesn't that give that you game money? is on a uh, PlayStation Plus. Yes, right now as well. Yeah. So what I you're I think twice. what they're saying is <laughs> when you do all these remakes and remasters, it's a good business move. Yes, it's like free money. Wait, we're, we are, we're not to the Nintendo section yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> wah, wah. I didn't, yeah. I, I'm excited to learn about today's Nintendo Direct. This is going to be all new to me. Oh, you don't know anything about it? No. No, no it won't. <laughs> I watched. Yeah, I was like, I, wa- I watched it for reasons. Right. Um, and also here, I put this on here. Uh, remember the game Six Days in Fallujah from like 10 years ago? Yes. Apparently it's coming out this year. And they're saying, hey, I mean, that's the story right there, is that this game is apparently coming out after uh, a really long time. And now the like the the story is trying to be like this game is not going to be political. Like that's that's the the marketing they're putting out there for the game. It's like, hey, this is Right, just- that's why they called it six days in Fallujah. Right, instead of just making up a city or something. A but game yeah. that already has a controversial connotation to the game itself that was canceled ten years ago, right. and now they're going to come out with it again and be like, "We don't what? We don't understand the controversy." Right. We what just do you really mean? like Fallujah. It's really not about that event. It's-, it's one thing to make the game; it's another thing to make it sound to try to like gaslight us into thinking we're all idiots <laughs> that we don't know why you're making this game. 
right? Like if like, they want to like, make the game, it. make make the game. But own right. it, you sons of bitches, you stupid <laughs> bastards, you fucking idiots, making this goddamn stupid game. You know why I'm saying this about yes, because Be- you're owning it. You're owning it because I'm owning it. Right, and, and they should you- make a statement with it. Exactly. If you can't own it, a and you statement. know what you're doing then don't do it. Because that also says to me, you're going to let the quality of this game suffer because you're not going to lean into what makes this game controversial and what could actually might make this game unique. So, you know what? Fuck you guys. Like the line, Special Ops. We need some controversy like like that. Well, yeah, but that's what they were going for, right? I mean, definitely. They were going for Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what made that. But that's what I, these I, guys, Wombat's saying that's what these guys are doing too, but they just don't want to admit it. Why are they? Why did this come back? Because right. they think they can make a quick buck. Not a quick buck, that's, a slow buck. Just, a slow buck. That. They're trying to make a quick buck off of controversy. But it's, it's taking like a long time. <laughs> postal, lit, postal was up front about it though. I know, that's, that's what I'm saying, but they're just not up front about it. And Postal wasn't something that was shelved for 10 years, from what I remember, either. It came out. Yeah, like, I don't understand was, this. I, I honestly I don't, don't. I don't get this one at all. Like, me neither. I saw this, and I'm like, wait, why? Why? I, I remember Just this why? thing. Imagine it comes out, and it's awesome. Like, it's really awesome. Imagine that. And if, and if you can imagine that, you can pretty much imagine anything. Yeah. All right, we have a new segment here. New segment. It's called... Shipwreck slightly uncomfortable segment where we get a controversial okay. question from uh, the audience and then we make Shipwreck read the question and, oh, and answer. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. Shipwreck's I learning about this for the first time. I, I, yes, this is the first time I've seen this. Um, okay, so Orange Crush. I haven't even read this before, Good. so I will, just, I will just read. Yep. First off, I want to say that I really enjoy the podcast. It's the only tangentially video game podcast I listen to. That being said, I was a little surprised by your reaction to the firing of Gina Carano. I had pegged Wombat and Cheapy as more pro-labor type liberals. This is my favorite part, is that just us two? Mm-hmm. We're yeah, Okay, go on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. Do none of you have any problems at all with a giant company firing an employee for expressing, to my way of thinking, stupid opinions? To use another overplayed analogy, this situation feels a little like the Red Scare to me. Okay, now Wait, I let's read shipwreck. This. It's shipwreck's uncomfortable oh, she, segment. She, oh, she gets he gets the answer. He gets, Fine. He gets first ahead. first dibs. Unless he wants to think about his answer first. No, no, this is a pretty clear okay. clear one to me. I don't have any okay. problems with this. So you're not if even you uncomfortable are, on this. Am I failing? <laughs> okay, I'll do. I'll work this, better next regard. Over this. I I I have no problems with this one at all because. To me, this is pretty cut and dry that if you are working for a company in an industry where you you have an employer, they don't want you out there saying crazy stuff and being uncomfortable with your coworkers that are causing the work environment to be bad, right? You have two things going against you. You have a bad work environment and you have a bad company face because you're the face of this product. So that's part of that working relationship, right? Like you're not out there to say whatever you want to say and not have consequences on it in this situation. Right. So, and don't you, I I would imagine that these guys get actually get media training 
as part of the job. There's media training. From there Disney. are certain clauses in their contracts about what they can and can't say. This was not her first warning against this. And as Shipwreck put it, you know, there is that chance of the hostile work environment where the actual star of the show has very different opinions than you, and his opinions are probably more valid than yours. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. I, I, yeah, I don't, I'm all for people being able to say their personal opinions on stuff, but there's a, there's a way to do that. Well, right? I That's... think there's also a line between personal opinions and saying things that just, you can have an opinion that can still be wrong. Yeah. And she had wrong opinions that yeah, don't that's, belong that's in any work environment. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with wrong opinions as well, but it's, it's when it crosses that, that line of, it being in a work environment because it, it it's people you have to work with, right? Like it, it's human. There's a reason Disney has a huge human relations department. I'm, I'm positive of that. Yeah. And Grogu <laughs> will not put up with any of this shit. Right. He, that, that was who was having a problem. He with flipped out when he heard about this. He's like, I'm mm. not coming back unless she's gone. And let's let's talk about. Uh, can I poke holes in the, in some of this? The, the things that it. this person said. Only if it so, makes ship slightly uncomfortable. Okay, I like that he tries to throw in the gotcha moment by calling us pro pro labor type liberals, as if there's something, as if there's a correlation between working people trying to make a better living. Say, I don't know, being pro fifteen dollar minimum wage. As if is equivalent to a highly paid actress on a television show being labor. There's sort of like mm, it's that that already is <laughs> right. a false. There's a big false equivalency there. So already I'm calling bullshit on your intentions, Orange Crush. Oh, disingenuous uh, argument. Alert? Uh, yeah, I don't. No, this is a disingenuous argument. This is a try. Someone trying to to gotcha us, and I don't quite appreciate that good good uncomfortable it's getting slightly uncomfortable in here yes even though he does mention <laughs> that she had there's also a difference between she didn't have stupid opinions she said things that were just wrong and tried to pass it off as i'm allowed to say this because it's my opinion and that's sort of a big well problem. she is allowed she's allowed to say it she's, she's, allowed, just not, well, she's allowed to say it. he's allowed to fire her exactly. because of it <laughs> yes she's allowed to say things that are wrong yeah. but she 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 still needs but she sure. feels as though she doesn't need to be held accountable for saying things that are dumb are dumb and, and wrong. Well, not dumb i don't want to use the word dumb dumb and wrong yeah because when it you use be the both. word dumb it means that it's an opinion that people sh- can can have and right. and i want to kind of well, she can have the opinion that that her Twitter persecution is equivalent to millions of people dying in the Holocaust, but it's pretty dumb. It's du- it's wrong, but that's not <laughs> it's true. It's wrong and dumb at the same yeah. time. But and exactly. but also, she had the right to say those things. She had the and Disney had the right to fire her, and she had the right to get another job from uh, Ben Shapiro, and she did. Yes, exactly. And then yeah. she, and then she says, that, then he goes on to say that this situation feels a little like the Red Scare. Now, the Red Scare. And I'm wondering if I'm assuming he's specifically talking about the Hollywood blacklist and, and HUAC, which was. I think he might be talking I, I about McCarthyism. McCarthy, yeah. that is HUAC. Okay. Who? Okay. Who? HUAC and McCarthyism and the blacklist are all the same okay. thing. Okay. Good. 
That's all the same thing. It happened between, what was it, 1938 and the early 40s, and really pretty much throughout the, the late 40s is when there was the actual blacklist, and it lasted obviously much longer than that and ruined careers, but that was also heavily influenced by the government, and there is no government influence involved in Disney's decision, which is part one of why your analogy doesn't just doesn't work. Your Red Scare analogy. It's its a bad analogy. Boom, roasted. There's nothing about this that makes it, that makes this even remotely similar. Okay. Also, the Red Scare was sort of poking at the, you know, a 1938 communist was not the same as a Russian communist. A 1938 American communist was actually a different mindset and a different set of beliefs than a Russian communist. It wasn't until... Russian communism got into the part of the, into mainstream government conversations that Hollywood communists were sort of thrown into this bad barrel. But a lot of what was a Hollywood communist were not necessarily bad people or spies. And that sort of, again, you're comparing Gina Carino having stupid opinions. The Hollywood communists that were blacklisted didn't necessarily, weren't necessarily bad people with bad opinions. They just had a different political belief. And there is that is a difference, and that is an opinion you're allowed to have. Meanwhile, a shipwreck's drinking wine. I think. No. Oh, it's always that? beer. Oh, it's not beer. No, it's not what beer. What are you drinking? Whiskey. It's bourbon. Bourbon. It's bourbon. Holy yeah. shit! Anyway, that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Got it. All right, let's move on to Nintendo. There was a Nintendo Direct, and I there was now someone... everybody was excited. It's the year of Zelda. Everybody was. Oh, it's Zelda's listening. anniversary. It's always something's anniversary, right? Yeah, I think <laughs> there's no uh, Breath of the Wild two coming anytime soon. Although no, they announced on that. It. They announced that they were working on it. They're working they on a, it. I think they showed a logo, right? Right. I don't next think, to the think they Prime. showed a logo. <laughs> they showed a dodgeball game. Uh, what else did they show? Uh, dodgeball. The big that winner, sounds good. The dodgeball game. It looked. It looked all right. It's it was like Battle Royale the, dodgeball. Yeah, it it's it's done by the Knockout City is the name of the is the name of that game. It's done by the the developers who did the Mario Kart Live Home Circuit game. Okay. Um, I don't know that that was not the clear winner for me. Was it Splatoon Three? That was not not either. But I know people are excited about. Was Splatoon it was 3? it Mario Wolf? It was. It was Mario Golf. <laughs> Mario Golf Super Rush uh, feels like something that I will play because it's Mario and golf, and it seems like my family will enjoy that. What so. makes it special, if anything? Uh, uh, it's it, got Mario. It has this new mode. It has a speed mode where all four players could be could literally are hitting the ball at the same nice. time. I like that. And then you're running to your ball. And trying to get the ball in the hole first. So it's a race to finish all 18 holes. Like Happy Gilmore. Like Happy Gilmore. All right. That so, sounds good. Yeah, actually, that is kind of a cool idea. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I that, that was the clear winner. They had this. bouncy boobs and Smash coming. All I noticed is that the it's two new characters and they had bouncy boobs. They sell. So, yeah. So I guess that Nintendo's going that route now. Yeah, they're they're remastering uh skyward sword yep so the zelda game that everybody kind of forgot existed um 
With or without motion controls? Time. Yeah, you can play it with or without the motion controls. But the non-motion control version seems like it sucks too. Uh, <laughs> because you're using the right stick to control the sword? Uh, that's, that could be okay, right? I don't know. I feel like if I have them holding two analog sticks, one moves the person, the other moves the camera, and then I push a button to use the sword. But, oh, whatever. That's they, just they got They got the Mario stuff coming to uh, Animal Crossing. Yep. Finally. What everyone's been waiting for. They literally announced nothing. It was 50 minutes of nothing. <laughs> they got the Stubbs the Zombie. Stubbs the Zombie. He has, like, a bunch of weird, like, uh, what's the Outer Wilds is coming this summer. A game that's been out for, what, two years? Is finally coming to the Switch this summer? I don't know. It just feels like it's the kind of thing where you announce it when it's coming out, like in a week. It, it's it was it was weird. They Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. Mm-hmm. That I mean, it's coming to everything, right? But um, I don't. Yeah, it's such a weird thing. Like, I'm wondering if this would have gone over better if it was 15 minutes long and 10 minutes of it was Mario Golf. People like it. What people complain? I'm sure Nintendo fans yeah, loved pe- it. No, oh, no, they they didn't. I mean, no. it was split. But this one was not universally oh. loved. Damn! And during a pandemic too, I feel like people would be uh, more forgiving. They're just looking for anything. But I guess it's I, been I think, a long time. I think the only things out of it were Mario Golf and Splatoon Three, right? Yeah, and those are the only. Is, that's the only like exciting things. And Splatoon Three is coming out in 2022. And Mario Golf is coming out what later this year? Is that a fall game? Um, oh gosh, I don't know. They showed this June June twenty fifth. All right. So that's that's what we got coming for us. Mario Golf coming coming to all of us. Yeah, it just it they didn't announce the things that people were hoping they would announce or show, like something Metroid related. And the stuff they did show is stuff that you know a lot of people probably may have already played if they have any other console. Whether it be from this generation, last generation, <laughs> or even the generation before that one. <laughs> so it's kind of like, I, I don't know. The, the fact that they are, are having these events that showcase Xbox One original exclusive games. Uh, when I say Xbox One, I mean the original Xbox. Um. Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden and Stubbs the Zombie. Wait, that yeah, was part of the uh, Nintendo one? Yeah. Although that Stubbs the Zombie soundtrack is pretty baller. Oh, it's baller. Yeah, yeah. it's great. So Stubbs the uh, Zombie is coming to Switch? Yes. Not, but not to Xbox? No, I'm sure it's coming there as okay. well. You know, it's funny. The first thing I thought of when they showed it was that Shipwreck's favorite game soundtrack. It is. I know. I'm, I'm not making a joke. Yeah, I know Stubbs, you. Stubbs a zombie. <laughs> I- indie bands playing old timey fifties uh, and sixties songs. I'd crush it on the newlywed game with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A- and you get the you get the Halo uh, UI as well that they just rip straight out of Halo. <laughs> uh, wasn't that it, game's okay? Wasn't it sort of like didn't the Halo people have something to do with it? Uh, one of the lead designers, I think, from Halo. Worked went and on, made their own studio. I remember that was like some stubs. of the press at the time from one of the creators of Halo. This weird piece of shit. <laughs> it was good enough. <laughs> it was good enough that it's been buried until today <laughs> for the Switch. 
<laughs> no, I, it's going to come to everything. I know. Like, it's, I know. It, that's the thing with all, all of this stuff that they announced today. There was so much of it. It was like, oh yeah, these are just the remasters that are coming to, to everything. Um, I, what are you supposed to do if you're Nintendo? You're, you're just making money like crazy on these things. Right. You don't need to be making a ton of games because everybody's still playing Animal Crossing and whatever Mario game they oh, have. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just, but maybe you temper your audience better. Maybe you release... You, you How really, can you, though? You can't know, temper Nintendo's audience because they're every one of these announcements, they're like, oh, gosh, it's going to be the next Zelda. It's going to be the next Metroid. Well, that's just it. It's like, I feel like maybe they should have just announced more things that are more short term. And, and also... The Ed, but kept those highlights of Mario Golf, which is actually sort of fairly short term. Mario Golf and Splatoon, and then, and here are some things that are going to be available within the next three months, and keep it to that three month window because nothing else really is matter really matters to be to be blunt. Nothing else really matters if it's not within the next three months. If it's not a big first part, a big you know first yeah. Party when when they idea. set up these things and everybody. Like everybody's expecting, okay, Breath of the Wild two. They're expecting something about Metroid eventually. They're expecting a Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, Did we, you there was nothing about Metroid them, this time. No. Okay. They haven't mentioned Metroid. I know the logo is all we got. Yeah, I don't think we're ever going to see a Metroid game. No. I'll eat my mic. <clears throat> That'd be cool. I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. Why would Why would they spend the money to make it? They they make more money not making Metroid, right? I guess. It, if if you had a team that was like, "Hey, you guys, should we make Mario Golf or Metroid Prime 4? Right. You're making Mario Golf. Right. Is Mario Golf <laughs> is Mario Golf the uh, cousin of Jared Golf, the quarterback? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. <laughs> it's not nice to make fun of people's accents. <laughs> it is, it's, it but is it's funny. Always nice. Not nice though. Uh, what? Anything else from Nintendo Direct or like what? I've been holding on to that golf joke for like <laughs> three hours. As soon as you saw the uh, the trailer, you probably came uh-huh. up with that. Uh huh. You were, you pronounced the the golf part of it right, but the Mario part of it. Right. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> Bazinga! Perfection. So that was that's it from for Nintendo Direct. <laughs> think so that's how we're ending. people are gonna complain about how we hate nintendo i don't know I, i'm, I'm gonna buy them. the mario game mm-hmm. like what else do they want from me i'm i'm i i don't know all the rest of that stuff is niche stuff that either you're into or, or not splatoon 3 will be a big hit but it's a it's a shooter for kids right yep 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 all right i think we're ready for the keg bag, yeah, I think so. If you have, if you're in the chat and you have any keg bag questions, now's the time to drop them. Uh, this question is from Migo Zero, and I alluded to this earlier. He says all these games are currently on sale. Which will look the best on my new Series X? Borderlands Three, Yakuza Seven, or Immortals: Phoenix Rising? Those games are so different. But we can we have to answer the question. It's our job. Well, I've only seen Phoenix Rising. I guess I could. I have Borderlands Three. I just don't know how it looks. How good could Borderlands Three look? I'm not. It could look just as good, if not better, than Phoenix Rising. How Phoenix Rising is. These is are all bad choices. The answer to this question is Warzone. The answer to this question is 
buy Yakuza Seven because that's the best game. But on that's Slate. he's not asking what the See, best but game I would, is. I don't know. I yeah. I mean, he's looking I guess for graphical if this person is into that. He's not going to find what he's looking for from either of any of these games. Any of these, none of these games are graphical powerhouses. I think the chat says Yakuza's, Gears Five. Yakuza is the most interesting of the three games. He's not looking for interesting. He wants a showpiece for his. If you're not box. looking for interested, may I suggest Immortals: Phoenix Rising? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I even mean, the, yeah. Hmm. yeah. What's the? I, I'm trying it, to think. What's the best? Well, Assassin's Creed is probably the best looking. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is a very good looking game. Um, Warzone looks really good, even though it's not actually an optimized Series X game. But uh, yeah, that's, like I said, yeah. there's not a lot of options right now. <coughs> you got ray tracing in Fortnite. There you go. You can see your reflection when you run past those windows. Horizon Four looks real good. Also pointed out in the chat. Um, Codename Rook writes in and says, "Any idea what Phil Harrison might have meant?" When he said Microsoft's acquisition of ZeniMax was one of the prompting factors in Stadia Studios shutdown, I can't imagine what one thing would have to do with the other. Maybe they were ho- banking on Bethesda games helping sell Stadia's. I don't know, but now they're not coming to Stadia, so oh well, that could be. That's that. Well, they could it's- like maybe they had planned on it, and they thought. Hey, once that new uh, <laughs> once that new Fallout comes out, Stadia's are gonna fly off the shelves. That's gonna be the one. That's the game we're waiting for. Nothing else is gonna do it. But once the new Fallout comes out or whatever, what does it have to do with their internal studios? Because they That's... won't sell enough boxes, or they don't even sell boxes subscriptions. Who knows what? What are they selling over there? I don't know. It's a. It sounds like someone grasping at straws. Right, right. He's uh he's passing the buck. It's it's his fault probably. Yeah. Why not look inside? As one, bo- yeah, I'm having trouble connecting the dots on that one. Yeah, at all. Let's not blame outside forces. As one tall, bald man to another, let's just take the blame ourselves. I mean, I guess they're maybe they're thinking like XCloud stuff. They're trying to compare XCloud to Stadia somehow, where XCloud is this thing that oh. is kind of like off. Oh, that's their the competition. That's why people aren't buying it. They're waiting for XCloud. I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, you can't. It's, it's, that's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, Gaming Dad writes in and says, I've been playing a lot of long story heavy Japanese games lately, and I'm having an issue keeping the name straight. Is it me or a cultural thing? Love the show. Shipwreck? Way to be racist. Do you have a problem? You play these games. Do you remember um, Taro from, I don't know, <laughs> Tai from Kai? <laughs> Um, it, I don't have it that big on the, on the, uh, Japanese games for the most part, as long as the characters are distinctive enough, like there's some personality trait, I can keep them, keep them straight. I do like have trouble, like remembering, like if somebody told me like, Hey, go see Lubu. Wait a minute. Here's the, here's the question. Name the main characters in Yakuza. Uh, okay. You have Ichiban, right? You've got. It's been a couple of weeks since I played. It's okay, this game but you put like eighty hours at least. I did. Yeah. Uh, you've got Namba. Yeah. Uh, you've got Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> 
Luku uh, Skywalker. Oh man, I'm for, I'm forgetting the police officer's yeah, name yeah. currently. I can't remember. But I I, w- I would know all of their like if you told it's me their hard. names, it's I'd be hard. able to, See, it is I'd hard. be able to identify. Them, We've proved that it's hard. You're not alone. It is. Like it if it's a foreign language and those and it's difficult for that name to click with you right away. Like it doesn't matter whether it's Japanese or Norwegian or whatever it is. Right away or eighty hours later, you know. Oh, I, I knew who all the characters were in that when I was playing well, it. Right, you could, right, you could right. have told me a character name and I would have known sure, of course. who I was supposed to go see. Well, they all have you know unique personalities. and Right, they, that's the key. Yeah. If, if they have unique personalities, if it's just like guy in a space suit, yeah, <laughs> like right. I'm not going to remember that guy's name. Right. Uh, that's why uh, that's why all those characters in, uh, <laughs> in that delivery game are named after what they do. What's that game called again? Dead Stranding? John Wind? De- Death, Death Stranding. Death Stranding, right? what did I say? Yeah, Dead Stranding. <laughs> Same shit. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, Carlos writes in, he says, what are your thoughts on games as a service right now? I'm hooked on FIFA and even bought like $10 in packs and felt dirty afterwards. Yeah, that's the whole, that's why that game is on there. Because they know that people will download it for free and... There's ten dollars well, for them. Uh, I guess is FIFA free? FIFA's not free. It's on. Uh, well, it's on EA. Whatever. It's a part of Game Pass. Is the new one on EA Access? Ten hours worth is. Yeah, but that's. I wouldn't spend ten dollars on packs for a game that I only have ten dollars to the, ten hours on. One of them's on there. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them on there, but I'm assuming he means the most recent one. He's hooked. It works. He's hooked. I mean, this, here's how I feel about game, games as service, generally speaking. Uh, if the game itself is a quality game and you're getting enjoyment out of it, and if spending $10 on it doesn't hurt you in any way financially in the long run, mm-hmm. then enjoy the happiness that you're getting at this moment. If if there's a problem, like you're spending too more than you can afford, then there's a problem, and that's not necessarily the game's fault. But as long as you're enjoying what you're doing, and the game itself is a quality game, games as service, then you know there's nothing wrong with that. I say this as someone who plays Fortnite every day, and you try every game that comes up on Game Pass, basically. And look, I even have a little Fortnite man on my microphone. Hello, Fortnite man. Hi, everybody. It's great. My name is Ripley. How's everyone doing? I love games and service. <laughs> Shut up, Ripley. I'm very professional. All right, let's. I think we're we're at the end of the show here, so let's uh, let's uh, remind everybody to watch us live on Twitch every Wednesday at nine o'clock. It's a lot of fun. Join our Discord, Discord.gg/cag. The Warzone Warzone Dads. We're making a run for the Fortnite Dads. In terms of good luck. In terms of uh, I don't know, I don't know what we could compete on. I don't know hours either. played. Good luck with that. I don't think we're. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't you're nowhere close. I don't think we're cat. It is a struggle for me to get games together, but it's been fun. So so join our Discord. Also listen to my new Howard Stern podcast called Proper Modulation, and we do that on Friday at three o'clock on Twitch right here. Wombat, you want to talk about our sponsor? Stay tuned for the raid, by the way. I have a good raid planned. 
Wombat. Uh, yes, don't forget about Green Chef. Go to greenchef.com slash 90catcast and use code 90catcast to get $90 off, including free shipping and feels. Become a member today, but go to feels.com slash catcast and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. Yes, so we're going to raid this guy, Jake. He was an original CAG moderator from like 17 years ago. He has five people watching him right now. So, and he's playing Fable I- Wombat. Oh, I can't wait to go and read the guy. Everybody's Ripley. Yeah, so if you're if you're an old school keg, you might remember you might remember Jake from back in the day. Um, so raid him and give him a lot of emotes. Thank you. Can't, can't wait for the raid. It's bridge done. I watched some Voltron today too. Ooh, ooh, I like that. Ten thousand golds. I mean, we should fucking try. Oh my god, cheap ass gamer, cheapy D rating with a party of forty nine. Hot damn! And high ed leads with high Jake from State Farm mods. Can we get a ban for high ed? No, I'm just kidding. Thank you guys for being here. Welcome in. I've known I've known cheapy D for a very very long time, for longer than he'd probably like to admit. Absolute legend. I was a I was an old-school, cheap-ass gamer. This is far and away the most people that have ever been in this fucking channel. Shout out, cheap-ass gamer.